0: That's the prayer that a country
1: boy brings. Thank God he made me this way. honey. and fishing and loving every day. Early in the morning. Well, not horribly cold this weekend. Still a uh, good opportunity to get out and enjoy the great outdoors. And maybe some ice fishing. And one of my friends who knows... Uh, a ton more than i do about ice fishing is jason Manity from getfishing.ca and joins me now good morning jason happy friday greg hey same to you pal i'll I'll bet the recent milder weather and lack of moisture has uh meant this ice fishing season has gotten off to a bit of a strange start hasn't it?
2: well it's been very different i mean it's it's there's a few ironies uh extremely mild weather has has kicked up for us the a lot of folks think that There isn't fishable ice, you know, that you can at least walk on. And the walking and the skating on some lakes have been excellent, Greg, because there's been no snow. And because there wasn't any snow while this was freezing, you've got that nice, clear black ice, the strongest type of ice you can get on in a lot of areas on the lake. So from that perspective, travel's really good. You know, the challenge is that because it hasn't been getting, you know, super cold at night, The ice formation has been very, very slow compared to a normal year. So that means it's just not as thick as it would normally be at the beginning of January.
1: Through your ice fishing travels, have you seen it? Has someone driven too far, gone through the ice?
2: There was a gentleman who uh, put a side-by-side quad through near Regina Beach uh, last week, I think it was. Always some dodgy areas. There's ice heaves and ridges where two sheets of ice will come together, and then they'll push up on each other, then they'll pull apart from each other. What's interesting is this year you can see all that stuff because there is no snow. If you are doing any ice travel, you're doing it with your feet. Realize that the ice is never safe. Where I go... To go fishing. I check it. I measure it. I put, I've got one of those ice ladles that pulls the slush out of the hole. I've got inch markers stamped on, on the, the handle, so I could just hook it under the ice and get an immediate reading of how thick it is. So That's what I do every time I go out. You still want to check that ice when you go out, because it's always an
1: unpredictable surface. We do see some colder temperatures next week to assist in that uh, ice thickening up here. Jason get getfishing.ca is where you want to go for all the uh, fishing information. Is there an actual website, maybe even on your own website to check provincially thickness of ice?
2: What we do is, well, when you go to get your license, uh, we'll just send you to saskatchewan.ca slash fishing. Uh, We also do it through our Facebook page on getfishing.ca. That's where you have to go buy your license and read up on the regulations. They have a beautiful ice chart right there on the certain thicknesses of ice, like 4 inches or 10 centimeters is for walking, when you get a good consistent 20 centimeters, you can start adding things like quads and maybe light snow machines. And then once you are in excess of a consistent 30 centimeters or a foot of ice, then you can start thinking about some heavier type of uh,
1: machines. Got it. Jason Matted at getfishing.ca. How has the lack of moisture affected ice fishing?
2: Well, you know, here's the, the irony people go, there's not enough ice because it hasn't been cold. That's true. However, because there hasn't been any precipitation or snow on top of that ice to insulate it, anytime we do get, you know, those double-digit lows, minus 10 or lower, you are building ice. Whereas if we had 6 inches or, you know, 10 centimeters, whatever, 15 centimeters of snow on top of that ice, it'd have to get that much colder to penetrate and build ice because it would be insulating it. So from an ice perspective, it actually builds better when there's no snow, but at this point, the only time as an angler we really get concerned about not having enough precipitation is when it comes to late season March and April. And the reason is because we need runoff for the perch, the pike, and the walleye to get in a good spawn to make new fish, which is why the season's closed in April. If we don't get any runoff, Greg, that's not good for the next generation of baby fish coming up because they need to have that flowing water, especially perch and pike, It's really critical for them to have floodwaters to boost the edge of the lake up and and get in there so they can make more fish for us for years to
1: come. I'm almost out of time, so uh, where should I go ice fishing this weekend?
2: Well, you know, I always recommend, uh, you know, buffalo pound for good reason because the perch fishing has been off the charts there. You literally can walk anywhere out on that lake and punch a hole and catch a perch. So that's what I'd recommend, especially for the first timer. The big lake last mountain. It was really good before Christmas, but it's starting to tail off, which is sort of typical. It goes to sleep in January. But the Coppell Lakes are still doing pretty good, too, with lots of walleye being caught out there and some really nice pike, too.
1: Jason Matity, I thank you for your time, man. Thank you. Curious if uh, in your household you have a Stanley Cup obsession. I know there are kids who one day dream of winning the Stanley Cup, but having an actual Stanley Cup these days means that 40-ounce giant cup that is so ginormous for me that I think, uh, well, newer vehicles, it's okay. If you have an older vehicle, you can't even put it in the cup holder. It's so darn big. But it was the number one Christmas gift for uh, many households this year. Uh, I'm talking about... Those metal cups from Stanley that, well, my all my kids they wanted them. They've got a few of them now. And yesterday in the U.S., they put the Valentine's Day pink Stanley Cup collectors version for sale in the Starbucks, in all the Target stores, and people lined up so early and argued to who was in the front of the line.
3: there was no lie. There is a you lie. You were in a circle
4: over here. Because we already knew our
3: place. But doesn't matter. Does Can somebody call the police? That's how
1: crazy it was getting in the U.S. yesterday. And most Starbucks sold out almost immediately. And they're fifty US dollars. And then, of course, within hours, many were popping up for hundreds of dollars on eBay. But Stanley Quenchers have really soared in popularity. Big time. In such a it's such a strong force, all thanks to uh just how they they redid their marketing, bright colors, gearing them towards women, and then a lot of Instagram users, social media influencers started picking up on them and just driving them in popularity and now they're all the rage, great for hydration, like i said they're they're forty ounces, they look ridiculous in your hand, they're so big. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't get it. But I, but at the same time, I think, yeah, when I was a kid, we thought it was pretty cool when you go to a fast food chain and they were a collector's cup. Still even at 7-Eleven, right? Every year there's some form of a collector's cup, maybe tied in with a movie or something like that. But the Stanley seems to be the obsession. How many in your household? I'm curious. Who has the most? one I guess you know eliminating the plastic straws. That's another big reason they're popular because they have this ginormous straw, forty ounces. Though man, I I, I can barely keep up with carrying my own phone, much less carrying a big Stanley Cup around too. <laughs> schedule three afc spots are up for grabs Two remain in the nfc and that means nearly every game has meaning this weekend as the nfl regular season wraps up two games tomorrow the early one features pittsburgh and baltimore steelers yeah there's playoff implications they're still in it and with a win over the ravens uh they would be in and uh a little help too but uh ravens playoff implications none really they've Already locked up the AFC's top seed. Then there's the definitive win and in-game between the Colts and Texans tomorrow night. The winner of that secures a playoff spot while the loser goes home. And uh, I thought maybe we'd look at some of the marquee matchups for Sunday with our great cup champ and green zone analyst, Belton Johnson, who's here now. Uh, The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 8-8 against the Carolina Panthers, who are 2-4. 2-14, rather. Belton, a win gives uh Tampa the NFC South crown, but a loss opens up the door for Atlanta and New Orleans to win the division and uh play one another. Any speculation in this one here, buddy?
0: Well, I mean, the Panthers are who they are. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so and I I can't help but to pick the Buccaneers. Uh just the Panthers have been a bad team the entire season, Greg. So in that one, I'm going with the Buccaneers.
1: Packers and Browns. Green Bay has playoff implications. Win and earn a wild card spot. Lose and things get a little complicated. So can Jordan Love push them through? Uh, Bears are five and two the last seven.
0: Yeah. And that that's going to be a tough one for Green Bay. But I like the fact that it is in Green Bay. But you know, I'm kind of on the fence on that one. Just like you said, the Bears, they uh, they've been pretty decent here down the road here. And they have a really good defense. I don't know if you paid attention to them, but and their quarterback, Justin Fields. He can run around, make things happen, but I feel like i got to go with the Packers in this one at home and Lambeau there.
1: You would think, but I actually think the Bears, you you nailed the Defense is going to upset yeah. on that one. Uh, Sunday's marquee matchup takes us to Miami, where the Dolphins host the Bills. The Dolphins already clinching a playoff spur- spot, but a win would make them AFC East champs and home field advantage. Whew, this one is going to be interesting, isn't it? Buffalo wins the AFC East title and second overall seed with a win. There's a lot on the line in this one.
0: It's a lot. And I'm glad the NFL folks moved that one to the last game. It's the night game. there's 7.20 p.m. Right. And, you know, the Dolphins, yes, they've been good. But, you know, their only quality win, I'll say, came against who? Your Cowboys, Greg. Right?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: win- a winning team, right? So, Buffalo, they've they've found ways to get things done, and I'm thinking they're going to go down to South Beach and wreck that party for the Dolphins.
1: Well, I think the Bills, well, they're probably still going to make the playoffs even with a loss, but they need one of, well, one of these three things to happen in order. The Ravens beat the Steelers, or the Titans beat the Jags, or Texans-Colts ends in a tie. That makes it very likely Buffalo's headed back to the postseason, regardless of the result, I think, in uh, South Florida, but... Man, it sure is fun. This, this, is a, this is a great weekend to go down to the wire like this. As a fan, it's been pretty fun.
0: It, it's been very fun. And, you know, just following everything, the, all the little different scenarios they pulled up there. Like, And you know what? Anything can happen, right? So that's why they play the game.
1: I got to tell you, as a Cowboys fan, uh, I don't like how these last few few weeks have gone for us. Uh, you know, the job by the refs was very advantageous against the Lions, but I'm a little concerned moving forward in the playoffs, Belton. I'm not going to lie to you.
0: Well, the Cowboys, they, they are a good team, right? You know, offensively, defensively, they got some things there, but um, I think it all comes down to Mr. Dak Prescott, to be honest with you. When he's on, ain't nothing stopping the Cowboys, Greg.
1: Okay, when buddy. He's off, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to remind me. Uh, you'll be uh, catching up with Heaven Bray on What's eaten right? Later on?
0: That's right. We're doing Mississippi pot roast.
1: <laughs> I do love your pot roast. <laughs> Elton Johnson. Have a great NFL weekend, buddy. up with kevin martell uh addictions treatment is top of mind with the announcement of the largest treatment facility in the province set to open near lumsden and uh with the new year comes a another atm theft this one in paradise hill which is well west of north battleford but more on that coming up here hey during this first week of the new year we have spent each day a little time reflecting back on the year 23 with some uh politicians the highs, the lows, and today we reflect on A rather eventful year here in the Queen City. Senior reporter Lisa Schick sitting down with Mayor Sandra Masters.
3: For Regina in 2023, Mayor Sandra Masters has a long list of highlights.
4: Opening up uh, 120 Broad Street North, the RHI, the Rapid Housing Initiative, winning the RHI
3: 3 money. indigenous, Really long. did a boundary alteration, we have new landfill sites, we did frost. She talks about revitalizing downtown, sports tourism in the city, and the opening this summer of Wascana Pool. And she did manage to have her grandkids there this summer, and I loved it because my son-in-law, who they're from Saskatoon, who said Saskatoon doesn't have anything
4: like this. I said I, nope. And I said it's a, honestly it was a it was a really well done site and that spray pad and the accessibility piece around it and not covering the red button, thinking that kids wouldn't want to press it, but you know a minor uh, a minor blip in in terms of when we had uh, far exceeded attendance giving something to the city that they can be proud of and that
3: beautiful park space that we have. is uh, That feels good. That's what city building's about. But with light, there is dark. And with highlights, there are low lights. Clearly experienced Regina.
4: A rebrand gone completely wrong. The thing that came out of it for me, and the lesson learned for me, was that brand matters to the city of Regina, like to the, to the residents of Regina. Their brand matters. And that from a cultural standpoint, we've got work to do.
3: There was also the tent encampment that grew on City Hall's lawn as almost a protest saying the city wasn't doing enough about homelessness.
4: That particular experience I think was was really difficult for everybody.
3: Masters and the city were roundly criticized for how it was handled but now months later Masters says whether a person thinks it was handled properly Depends on who you ask. We had multiple community-based organizations doing outreach, social services out every day,
4: and they didn't want to be spoken to. And so I'm not sure of another way that it would have worked out if you can't get folks to go back to where they're living or go back to the shelter or to connect to services.
3: In the coming year, there is a municipal election, but Masters won't say whether she's running again. The reason I won't answer that is simply because I was elected for four
4: years and I think I should proceed to govern for four years. And so uh, nobody else has to announce until I think a few weeks out. <laughs> I'm not sure why <laughs>
3: Uh, why I have to. She says there are things she still wants to work on in the coming year. What I
4: don't want to do is put a pause in making decisions and putting a pause in frankly making tough decisions because it wouldn't be politically expedient to do so.
3: Masters hopes to continue planning for the future in 2024. As for fears in the new year, well, she doesn't focus on those. At Regina City Hall, Lisa Schick, 980 CJME.
1: Thank you, Lisa. It's 826. I just want to take a moment here to say, hey, welcome. I know a lot of you are coming from out of town for the big ringette tournament that's on over at the Cooperator Center. And if you're going to the Pats game tonight, remember, it is going to be uh, busy in the parking lot, too, because of that uh, ringette tournament. And with the Blades in town, the league leading Blades, this is a biggie. They've loaded up for the Memorial Cup. And it's going to be a big fight tonight at the Brand Center. Good action there. And uh, Moose Jaw as well has uh, got a doubleheader. Uh, off to Swift Current and at home this weekend. Lots of hockey on. News Newstime now is 827.